Unsure about your future after school? From finances to college, from adult education to military options, the Life After School podcast is for you. Now on to the host, Charles Prince. Hello, everyone, and we are back here on Life After School with another episode Thank you all again who have been sharing these episodes and sharing this podcast with your friends and everyone that you know. Today, we're going to be starting on a topic that has been heavily requested by certain people. Not everyone has requested this. However, I do think it's an important topic. Even if you have not have put much thought into it, I think it's something that we can talk about we're going to be doing a number of podcasts over the coming weeks focusing on budgeting. Budgeting is the thing that is kind of similar to weight loss. And for those of us that might have trouble with weight loss, we say we're going to cut down on our calories tomorrow, next week, next month, six months from now, next year. No, but it keeps getting pushed back and back and back. Until ultimately we get to the point that we're like, well, there's next year. There's a year after that. And then we pretty much don't do it. Or we start, but then we fall off the bandwagon. Budgeting is the same way. Especially when you um, get older and you start to realize just how much it is to, to adult. And when you have extra income, how much and how easy it is to get stuff that you want. That's probably one of the biggest culture, not culture, but one of the biggest shocks to me as an adult. When I became an adult, and especially when I got out on my own and when I was in the military and which I got married at a pretty young age. So I was married and my wife and I were living in an apartment in Columbus, Georgia. And while I was stationed at Fort Benning, Georgia, which I believe it's uh, called Fort Moore. Now, just in case if you're listening and you're not familiar with it. Anyway, it's down in Columbus, Georgia. And one of the things that was so overwhelming to me was just the income I had, the extra I had that I was able to get so much stuff that I wanted to get. And that got me in trouble. And I blew through money. We blew through money. I say we, but I don't want to put my wife into this because she's the one that's telling me to slow down on the spending. I'm the one that say spend, spend, spend. So and I always have, you know, so I appreciate her trying to tame me. And it's not always worked. But one thing I find interesting is that she always is trying to look out for us. And one thing I have been proud of us is that we've actually set a goal to budget every time we get paid. There's been a couple of times that we've missed since we've set that goal, but we have sat down and said, this is what our budget is going to be. And it's been a tremendous blessing to be able to do that and to have the discipline to do it, not just now, but we pray and hope to have the discipline to continue to do it down the line. So we're gonna break these down and some we're going to do one at a time. There are some episodes that's just going to be focusing on one particular thing about budgeting. And then there's going to be other episodes that we might talk about two or three things. 
it just all depends. But the one we're going to talk about today, we're just going to talk about one to kind of just set the stage here. Because one thing that's interesting about a budget, there's a lot of parallels to weight loss. Reason why a lot of people fail at weight loss and weight loss programs and trying to get in shape is because they do not set realistic expectations or realistic goals for them to get to. So they might want to try to lose 50 pounds in two weeks. That's not going to happen unless you take some extremely dangerous routes. And even if you go to the extreme and take those dangerous routes, there's still not a guarantee you don't lose 50 pounds. And the same comes with budgeting. You need to create a realistic budget. And how do you create a realistic budget? The first thing you need to do is you need to outline your income. You need to outline your income. If you get a steady income, like your income stays within either the same amount or you have a range, because I know some of you might have different hours depending on which week of the month you work. So let's just say maybe you have a range of getting $1,000 a paycheck, or let's say you have a fixed uh, fixed income of $1,000 per paycheck, or you might not have 1000 each time, so you might have a range of 700 to 1000 each check. So you have a range you can work with. And so if you have a range like that, then base your budget off of now, if you know which weeks you're going to get paid what, then you will have a little easier time. If not, go off of your minimum amount. Go off of your minimum amount. If 700 is your minimum amount, then base your budget off of 700. That way, just in case, for whatever reason, if something was to happen and you are not able to get your full range of your check in a... In a Maybe you had to work in such a way that you get that you have to uh, have seven hundred dollars per check instead of a thousand, a little more than you are comfortable with. Then, then you need to. That's the reason why it's important. Budget at your minimum. If you have a range like that, if you have a fixed income, do that. But outline your income. Outline what you are getting now. That's very important because when I talk to some people when it comes to budgeting, they do outline what they have and what they are making now. But then they talk about these future opportunities or these monies that these money and whatnot that they're waiting for to come in and they'll include that. And it's like, no, 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 don't include that unless you have a guarantee knowing when that's coming. If not, just outline the money that you know you are receiving and you have gotten and you will continue to have as long as you have that job. So be realistic. Write down your income. Outline your income. Outline your expenses. That's very important. When it comes to expenses, there are a couple of things that you have to keep in mind. And we talked a little bit about this last week. But when it comes to expenses, you have fixed expenses these are expenses that stay the same. Like, for instance, your car insurance expense is going to stay the same monthly if you pay monthly. Your cell phone bill is going to stay the same monthly, most likely. And uh, you got you got those things 
as I mentioned, they're fixed. Then you have your flexible expenses. These are expenses, and I know there's another term for there, but I was using the term flexible because it's not fixed. Your electric bill, your water bill, your gas bill, if you pay those, those are not fixed incomes or fixed expenses, rather. They're not fixed expenses. There's a range for them. So figure out what's your range. As I mentioned, talking about your range for income, find out what's your range for those flexible expenses and set goals for yourself. For instance, if you find that your electric bill is a little too high, then find ways to cut down on the electric bill. Maybe turn off lights that are not being used immediately or perhaps during the day, if you're at home during the day and if you got plenty of window space, Try to utilize the windows, open the blinds, curtains, let natural light in as much as possible. Cut down on the amount of electricity you're using. Um, perhaps maybe not have, now this one I'm guilty of, and this is one I don't practice. So I got to practice what I preach here, and I need to practice this probably a little better. But turning off or having your air condition or heat on a schedule while you're not at the house. Now it's a little different for me now because I have a pet at the house. So I do not want the house to be completely uncomfortable, but I can still make it comfortable while also not having the system run all day. Most thermostats, especially digital ones have schedules. So you can turn on a schedule and maybe have it run a certain amount of time during the day. It's very important to look at that because it will help you save money. So this, so again, outline your income. And as I mentioned, the income that you know you have and you are going to get. Outline your expenses and put down savings goals. Be realistic. I know some people, their savings goal is based off of a particular person a very popular person whose name is Dave Ramsey. And I'm not here to debate whether I agree with Dave Ramsey or don't agree with Dave Ramsey. I, that's not the point of why I'm bringing him up. I'm bringing him up because so many people immediately put to have a goal of a $1,000 saving um, emergency or an emergency fund, $1,000 emergency fund. And I'm not against that. I think that's a great thing to have. And he's even advocated that once you have a thousand to keep adding to that emergency fund. And I am not against that at all. At the same time, for many of you listening, $1,000 may seem like a daunting thing to try to reach right out the bat. So how about you do this? Set yourself a savings goal for $100. If you reach $100, then put yourself another savings goal. Make a new goal to get up to $200, $300. Add $100 more to that. And if you are able to have more income, regardless whether you get it through a raise or through a second or third job, then Add a little more to that savings account or to that emergency fund, whichever you want to call it. Add to it. But set you set yourself some realistic goals because you get a you get that uh, dopamine high when you reach goals. 
And that's the reason why it's so important to keep in mind about having achievable goals right off the bat. If you reach $100 in savings and that's the goal that you have, then guess what? Your brain is going to feel happy because you have accomplished something. It might have been small, but it's an accomplishment. You accomplished saving $100. And for a lot of you younger people listening to this, $100 is a lot of money, especially considering that the economy that we're in and the and how easy it is to spend stuff we're fortunate to just have $100 to our names. And so that's the reason why. Set small goals like that. If 100 is too much, then set a goal for 50. Set yourself a small goal and add to it. Take baby steps. Don't take huge, large steps. So that's what I'm getting at when I say create a realistic budget. Just have those things in mind. Start off with outlining your income. Then your flexible and fixed expenses and have a realistic savings goal. We're going to talk about a couple more things next week, talking about tracking your spending. And that's an important one we're going to discuss because that's, I don't want to get too much into it, but we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about prioritizing needs over wants. Two very important things we're going to talk about next week. You all have a good rest of your evening, good rest of your weekend, and never give up on your dreams. Thank you for listening to the Life After School podcast hosted by Charles Prince. Check your favorite podcast platform for a new episode every Thursday. Never give up on your dreams. Fighting to create